ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Imagine if half the country's free-to-air news networks shut down for good. If both 7 and 9 or SBS and Channel 10 decided it was simply too expensive to make news content and decided to pull up stumps. In Australia, we'd still have two or three to choose from. But in New Zealand, where News Hub closed its doors this week, that leaves just one other news network operating. Luke Sidham Dundon has been looking into it. And Luke, that's a pretty drastic change to the New Zealand media landscape. Yeah, it is, PK. And it's kind of hard to imagine. From July, New Zealanders will likely only have one channel on free-to-air telly broadcasting the news. Some think that that channel won't even be able to make TV news content beyond this decade. Now, if you're listening, you might think, all right, New Zealand's a small country, you know, maybe it only needs one news outlet. But if you look at countries of a similar size, Denmark, for instance, it's got a dominant public broadcaster, kind of like in Australia, we like to think, but it's still got a handful of alternative free-to-air broadcasters. It's got a number of pay TV options too. Scotland's similar. It's got BBC Scotland, STV, Channel 4, there's a couple other local networks too. So what's happened? Yesterday, hundreds of staff at New Zealand's commercial free-to-wear network News Hub were pulled into meetings and they were told newsrooms would close at the end of June. The decision impacts up to 300 journalists working across broadcast and online platforms. For the public, it'll end three decades of news coverage on New Zealand's Channel 3. Now, it's significant because News Hub is just one of the country's two free-to-air news broadcasters. So now only TVNZ remains, which is the commercially funded, publicly owned broadcaster. Shane Curry is the NZ Herald's editor-at-large. He's also a media columnist, and he told me it was a dire day for the country's media landscape. So it's a little bit like a Channel 7 or a 9 announcing that it's closing its news operation. And so it's been a huge day in the New Zealand media industry. I've just come off the phone with the New Zealand uh, boss of Warner Brothers Discovery. He says it's a day he never wants to go through again, uh, very heartbroken. He's basically announced you know, the closure of one of our biggest media organisations. TV3 had a six o'clock news every night. They had other news programmes through the day and through the week. A hugely significant part of our news landscape. And so all that's left really in that traditional terrestrial and linear television space is TVNZ. So how dire are the financials for New Zealand's media outlets? It's not all bad news. Shane Curry's own NZ Herald is doing well. There are a few other networks also in a similar position. And last year, the government, the Labor government, actually announced a funding boost for radio public broadcaster RNZ. It got $25 million this financial year. But there are other companies that are struggling. The newly minted Today FM radio network shut down last year. And there are a whole number of reasons they're shutting up shop. One of them is quite, it's a quirky reason, I would say. It's unique to New Zealand. For broadcasters on TV, there is a ban on advertising on Sundays. It's been in place for 30 years. There have long been calls to overhaul that. News Hub, though, uh, operates the third biggest online outlet as well. If it were in Australia, it would probably benefit from the News Bargaining Code, the agreement between online publishers and social media companies to pay outlets for their news. Shane Curry says the lack of such a deal in New Zealand has left outlets to fend for themselves. Australia's been very progressive in terms of introducing legislation, which has actually called the social media and search engine giants to the table to make sure they negotiate proper commercial deals for the use of journalism and other content. In the last few years, being one-off deals, uh, the likes of my own company, NZME, has come up 
was a uh, five-year deal with Google. We had a one-year deal with Meta. That's since expired. But beyond that, many companies don't actually have deals. There is a law before Parliament, a proposed law that the previous government has proposed. It is unlikely to be supported in its current form by the new national government. And so there's a massive debate going on at the moment. And in fact, the uh, Warner Brothers Discovery team were in front of the Select Committee in Parliament just two weeks ago, urging for the law to be passed, explaining the importance of media plurality. And of course, less than 14 days later, we have the announcement today that they're actually closing up shop. So Luke, what's the future of the media industry in New Zealand? It's kind of like looking into the future uh, for maybe Australia's own media, but it's kind of happening at a faster pace. Shane Curry says media companies have been investing heavily in digital platforms and video content. A lot of the videos that you'd see online from a major crime scene or story that are traditionally posted by a television broadcaster are now being made by online outlets or newspapers. Shane Curry says even for TVNZ, traditional television news could be switched off by the end of the decade. News Hub haven't been shy in saying the sunset for linear or terrestrial television is three to five years. And so their focus in the last 12 months has really been on digital broadcast and streaming. But even that hasn't saved them today in terms of their news operation. But that's certainly the theory in this part of the world that we're about three to five years away. It's absolutely exercising the mind of the state broadcaster as well. They're investing heavily in a new IP platform, up to $100 million. And they themselves are cutting back costs as well. So It's not just one or two companies that are going through these economic and challenging times. Uh, It's certainly the government-owned and the publicly-owned companies as well. Shane Curry, the New Zealand Herald's editor-at-large. He's also a media columnist and, of course, Luke Siddham-Dundon reporting. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.